0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time for It's My Money, and today I'm speaking to Aidan Freswick from. Brenthurst Wealth, and Brenthurst Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020. Aidan, you've said the following to me in a piece that you kindly sent me. It says, a comprehensive financial plan is required for success. When people see that sentence, they probably think, goodness me, comprehensive financial plan required for success. All those things are a little bit daunting for some people, but that's why you're here.
1: I thought it would be... You know, quite a good opportunity to uh, sort of open the year with a a very nice opening statement. Like you just said, a comprehensive financial plan is required for success. And um, the reason that sparked me to actually write this article is that, you know, I've spoken to quite a lot of clients, potential clients, who find themselves in positions that maybe they don't have enough money for retirement. Or you know they've gone through quite a few scenarios in their life where they're to potentially you know use some of their savings to of course um, get themselves going again. And I thought it would be a, a good opportunity just to sort of educate and empower our clients and potential investors out there that the value of advice is of course obviously sitting down with with your financial planner and and actually devising this um, comprehensive financial plan. Um, and like you say uh, you know it it is a long term process and one needs to take a long term view and I just thought I'd I'd share some components for success as well
0: I think so yes and also I want to say at the outset and we'll talk about it in the summary as well is that not every financial plan is equal some people will need a certain type of financial plan because of the amount of money that they have or what their aspirations are what their age is and other people will have something completely different which is why you can't just go out and buy a book almost like a cookie cutter approach you have to sit down with somebody if you're not particularly familiar with the things that you're going to discuss now. And you say, point number one, devise your three savings strategies. What are they?
1: Sure. So a general rule of thumb is that each investor in their lifetime should have at least three savings strategies or three savings buckets, I like to call it. Um, And and the three are Uh, short-term savings medium savings and uh, sorry medium-term savings and long-term savings and essentially you know this could also appeal to a younger investor who has a lot of time to go until retirement or for example they've got a long time to to go until they actually want to um, achieve their actual long-term financial objectives and that starts with your short-term savings strategies at the end of the day so short-term you know saving strategies could be, for example, um, a a more short-term in in the sense of one to three years. Maybe you would like to purchase a a vehicle or you'd like to um, uh, maybe start buying your first property. So that short-term savings bucket ultimately would then serve the purpose of your short-term objectives. And then medium-term objectives um, could be anything like, Um, additional retirement savings, maybe tertiary education for your children or you would like to do some home improvements. And then ultimately long-term savings. Would be your 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 retirement pool, the money that you will live off once you actually stop working or retire. Um, and if we just look at the stats, Lindsay, uh, the the amount of people in our actual population that can afford to retire is is, is quite a small number. And that is why starting as early as possible um, would be would be long term uh, would have a lot of long term benefits at the end of the day. And then another component is that. Time in the market
0: is probably one of your most valuable assets. Just before you uh, get on to, that, just before to interrupt you, but before you get on to time is money, which is point number two, I think what you must, uh, people must understand is that short term leads to medium term and short and medium term leads to long term. So they're not, they're not separate. They're all interlinked, I would have thought
1: correct they all sort of have this snowball effect um, in the sense that if you don't plan for your short-term savings ultimately um, you know you 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 might find yourself in a position where you actually need to access your medium-term savings and that is then counterproductive because if you plan for medium to long-term but in the short term you need to use that savings excuse your long-term plan I think that's the message that I'd like to make is that everything has has a snowball effect and and one must sort of separate the three from each other and not cross them in the flame, so to say. That's the message with that saving strategies.
0: Very good. Now, I interrupted you. Time is money is your second point.
1: Yeah, sure. And, um, you know, I'd like to also appeal to younger investors as well because it's not a very um, appealing topic. Um, If if we speak to younger investors, you know, they've just graduated, young professionals, um, you know, it's not a very appealing topic a scenario where we just advise that you know potentially start saving for retirement um, in your early twenties, but you know it's almost like you have you only have one shot at this. And um, when I say time is money, it means that you need to take control of your finances as early as possible in your life, because once you hit forty five, fifty, fifty five, even, and you realize that you'd like to retire in five years' time and you don't have enough money, you almost sort of look back and say, you know, I could have done this when I was in my twenties. I had the money. I was, I was, I was. You know, I had minimal expenses. I was able to save some, some money at the end of the day and, and I should have done that. And then you look back and you say, you know, there's 20, 30, 40 years that have gone by and, uh, you know, you could have used that time to to your benefit uh, in in the long run as well. So that is why younger investors should at least start saving for retirement as early as possible
0: yes and as we've said so many times on it's my money the south african savings record and provisioning for retirement it's not a particularly glorious uh, history we, we've got there but yes. it's never too late to change that point number three you say be comfortable with what you're investing in it mean for example you go to a braai or to a drinks party or something like that and the person next to you is talking about the fact that he or she has made a load of money in cryptocurrencies and you think, well, better get in that but I don't really know what it is so I'm not comfortable with it so even though that person uh, is, is talking a good game here I don't want to be in it because I don't understand it
1: Correct and it's very important to understand what you're actually investing in and this also brings us back to your three saving strategies for example if you have a short term objective and you want to invest in an investment solution or an investment product that will satisfy your short term needs it doesn't make sense to be investing in in an endowment for example where you can only access the money after your five year period or a fixed deposit where you you have to give maybe it's a five year fixed deposit that you're investing in and you maybe need the the funds in the next 6 to 12 months. So be comfortable what you're investing in and and always a good financial planner um, would be able to actually explain everything to you, the the benefits of what you're investing in, maybe some tax implications uh, if if you were to use the funds, but you need to understand what you're investing in and you need to make sure that if you are committing to an investment solution, that it does in fact meet your needs, whether it be short, medium or long-term needs.
0: Okay, good. And finally, number four, you say estate planning, the cherry on the top. This is where you're going to have to lead me, uh, Aiden, because I'm, I'm hopeless at the whole concept of estate planning. Please explain more
1: sure and you know if you have a a good financial plan it should always be backed up by by estate planning so we normally say that as soon as you own your first asset you should actually have a valid will whether it just be a bank account or you just start a a small savings plan at the end of the day you need to have a valid will and this just allows for your estate to be wound up more seamlessly and that asset distribution in terms of the will is actually done in a very very efficient manner so uh, you know it's also a nice thing to have your your well with a a smaller boutique type of business because then you're not just seen as a number where you maybe go to a large institution and your estate takes maybe th- two to three times longer to actually be wound up at the end of the day. Um, so it's very important to sort of consolidate your entire financial plan with a valid will that's also regularly reviewed. Um, as soon as personal circumstances change, maybe you acquire additional assets, uh, maybe there's the death of a family member, or maybe there's a change in beneficiaries uh, in terms of your will. So it's very important that you make sure that you know where you will is, you know that it's regularly updated, um, and that you actually overall have a valid will in place to make sure that um, everything is tied up very nicely.
0: It's not just the will either, is it? Because your closing statement, your summary, Aidan, is a very poignant one. It says here... Ensure that you regularly review your investment strategy and adjust it if circumstances change. And it's not just market circumstances, it's your personal circumstances, it's your personal wealth. Maybe you lose your job or maybe uh, you get a a better salary and can save more. So it's constantly evolving, in my opinion. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Correct. And I think at least once a year, Lindsay, you should at least sit down with your financial planner and say, you know, otherwise circumstances may not have changed or maybe it has changed quite drastically and your financial planner doesn't always know about it. And and that is why, you know, there must be some sort of accountability from a client's perspective in terms of making sure that we, we discuss and be very open with our financial planners to make sure that the investment strategy in place is in fact beneficial for all our objectives in our lives and that is why it's very important to review your investment strategy um, and make sure that your financial advisor is always kept up to date with what's happening in your personal circumstances.
0: Very good. I'll read your last sentence. It says the following, building wealth takes time, discipline and requires a long-term view. I think that uh, that sums it up very nicely. Aidan, thank you very much for your insight. That's Aidan Freswick, who is from Brentus Wealth in Cape Town and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos wealth, an award winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams, and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position